Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild in this season. We are playing through The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. In this episode, we are finishing that game. It has been a long road. It has been an interesting road. <laughs> I don't regret doing this game. It has given me a good perspective of where we left off in the 3D Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have one more after this, but I have said multiple times, Skyward Sword is a departure from the original formula that we saw starting with Ocarina. And Twilight Princess really does kind of like end that era in a way. Yeah, I'll I'll save my my overall thoughts for when we get done with this at the end of this episode and kind of discuss how we feel about the state of Zelda at this point. <laughs> well, let's 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 get to that point then. Yeah. So when we left off, we blew up Zant. Dude, yeah. Dude popped like a balloon. Peace out. Um, and Minda says, "All right, let's go to the castle. Uh, apparently, I'm super strong now, and we can go and." finally stop Ganondorf. I have the the I, the power within me to help Zelda out for what she did for me, basically. I can I can return her power to her. So Midna's going to be saving Zelda. Well, but we don't know that yet because she we says don't it. even know Does she She's, say that? Yeah, she yeah, says she it. She says she can return Zelda's power to her. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I so for me, I guess that was weird because do you remember the last time we saw Zelda? She kind of exploded herself. I thought yeah. she was dead. Um, <laughs> it literally looked like she like killed herself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you know, you know, sacrificed herself. Yeah. To give the energy that Midna needed, it was yes. not clear what she had done. So when Midna is just like, "Oh, she's back at the castle," it's just like, "What? What? Huh?" Yeah. What? Why would you uh, be at the castle? Uh, th- that wasn't explained at all, but yeah, well, all right, sure. Like, what is her corpse I mean, back there? She <laughs> hasn't left. I mean, she was always at the castle, I guess, so maybe. She got better. Yeah. <laughs> so, before I forget to say this, did anyone notice that they say both Ganon and Ganondorf? It irritated me. Yeah. They said they said both, and I'm like, which is it? Is it Ganon or is it Ganondorf? Well, like, we've had this discussion too many times about like the difference between them, and it's like, is there a difference? Is he dwarfless right form? now? What's going on? They yeah. say it. They say it both ways in this game. I get it. Like if it's one in way in one game and another in another game, but they say it both in this. Sometimes one, he's me. he's sometimes both forms appear like at the end of Ocarina he was Ganondorf the whole time and then you get out of the castle and he turns into Ganon and as his last ditch effort and yeah 
but they're not being clear about everything in this game anyway, so... They are not. There's a lot we have to infer. Yeah. So, so we get into the castle, and I th- thematically, I love a lot of stuff that happens in here, though I ended up skipping half of this dungeon. Oh, uh, yeah. Somehow, I ended up getting the big key at some point and didn't have to go through, like, half of it. And huh. looked at my map and was like, oh, there's like four rooms that are I haven't even touched yet, but here's the boss door, and I have the boss key right you, now. You can, there's a part, when you get into the actual inside of the of the castle, um, there's, you can go left or right. You don't have to, you don't have to go through every room in this dungeon. Mm-mm, you don't. There, there are two halves to it. You can take either one. Can we and just I did, like. It was, it, was, it was weird. Like, I looked at it and was just like, okay. I guess I don't feel inclined to go to these other ones because I know the ending is on the other side. And that's what I want to do right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can we just state like how like before we even get into the castle has that big giant, you know, prism thing the courtyard. over it? Oh, 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 sure. oh absolutely. The... Yeah. Yeah. And like and so Minna goes up to it and she turns into like this hand spider thing. And yeah. like and like is glowing and she climbs up on top of it and like and then she pulls out this giant light spear thing yeah. and like and like bashes it into like the prism thing and I'm like and it explodes. I'm like, get it, Midna. Like, rock your little powers, girl. <laughs> so this is like I mean Minna just hulks out and destroys this mm-hmm. giant barrier. Yes! At least for me, like, we saw the barrier go up, but there was no incentive to interact with it between it appearing in, in, like, this moment. And I don't even know if there's ways to come up to the barrier outside of, like, the front gate. Um, but Brian and I were talking with our uh, special guests for the season, and he pointed out that this barrier in the game actually exists, like goes all the way into the sky and all the way beneath ground. So it Mm -hmm. it just seemed weird that this almost thematic background piece is actually like, they actually created the whole thing to lock you out. Yeah. Huh? Which, and, and like we, yeah, we didn't really have a reason or we didn't know we had a reason to go in there. There's a wolf, you know, for like, you know, yeah, one yeah. of the combat for the, skills. For the final like, power, yeah, which I, I remember. Got yeah, that but that's about ago, that's the only reason you need to go did, up to it. Did we bring up the final power? Yes. Yes, okay. I and I got it. And how and disappointing I was like, it is. <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did talk about that. That's right. Yeah, a dumb spin when you're full of health. So when we're inside the castle grounds, I mean, it is. I think it looks really cool. You get into mm-hmm. the giant mm-hmm. courtyard area. There's this weird statue thing in the middle of it. But we randomly get stopped, and a barrier a barrier will appear around us. And enemies mm-hmm. can come into the barrier, but if we touch it, we get zapped. Yeah. Um, yes. I did <laughs> I a bunch of mortal draws. It felt great. Where I was just like standing there, just like watching them come at me, and then just doing a mortal draw and taking like three of them out at a time. Unfortunately, Link didn't do his whole flourish animation, 
So I was able to just like put my sword away real quick, turn to my left, and then just do it again. Yeah, and just keep taking out enemies. Because these are these are the uh, the red. Uh... Uh, whatever they want to call them in this, the Bacoblins, basically. But they're the red variant or purple variant or whatever that take forever to put down unless you do the finish move on all of them or do the mortal draw or if you've got full hearts, you can do the spin attack. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any issue. No, it, they just take a while. Yeah. Uh, we go around through here and we come across a bunch of... It, it, it definitely looks like they have built up in the castle because we have a bunch of the uh you know poorly put together fences and all this stuff that we saw before towers my way through yeah there's there's the towers with the guys shooting arrows around they all have fire arrows we don't i know right (laughs) eventually we find a warthog we can just blast through a bunch of that stuff i love that so much i love like when you like (laughs) I know I've said it before, but I love it when you, like, he bucks, and he's like, like, and he just goes charging. He's so wild. I -hmm. love him. He's my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's still still a pain to to maneuver on on one of these things, and I was trying to to knock everything over and and look through every, every inch of this place. Uh, did you guys find the graveyard? No, I don't think oh, so. I went back. I had to go back. I got to the the boss door. Like I got all the way up to the top of the castle. Mm-hmm. And I had to go back and find it. Oh, oh, really? Because it's not necessary. Um, what is this? What is the graveyard? So there's a little hidden spot somewhere. You you use your wolf sense. I almost didn't catch it. Um. And you'll dig under the spot in the ground and come out in an old, uh, like, castle grounds graveyard with, uh, and it has this, this kind of elaborate puzzle to it where it involving rain and torches and you have to, like, stop the rain to transport fire across, uh, from one side of the, the graveyard to the other. Huh. Um, yeah. It, what do you get at, at the end of this? Uh, I thought I was going to get something really, really great, like a heart piece or something, and you get a key. Yeah. I somehow <gasps> it, was short. Like, I got to the end of the, the dungeon, not to jump ahead, but. Okay. And I was short a key, so I had to go all the way back here and find it. So, so you didn't. I don't think you had to. I think you missed a, another key inside the castle. Yeah, there's two keys inside the castle. There, so so it, uh, when we get to the castle part, there there's the split, and on one end of the split, there's the boss key. On the other end of the split, there's a small key. Yeah. And so you could have gotten that one, too. Uh, but uh, there's also, like, if you use your sense in the graveyard, there's, like, a bunch of dead soldiers standing around this one spot that's also, like, a key to the puzzle that you have to, like bomb or blow up or, or I think I use my ball and chain on it uh, hmm. to bring a dominion rod statue out to stand there to do something and and or to hold a switch down and it's this like huge room elaborate room puzzle with multiple elements to it which was it took me a while but it was kind of fun yeah you um, did a lot more than I, I totally did. missed that yeah. what we'll get to the room that uses this key later but uh, it's right by the boss door. 
Yeah, I didn't have a key for that, and that made me sad. And I had a ton mm. of... I could see on my compass, I had a ton of chests. And I'm like, well... Yeah, this is the first time I've ever found this graveyard or knew it existed. And mm-hmm. likewise, the room that it opens up. Because you'll run out of keys if you don't find this key. Yes. Uh, okay, but like, I mean, yeah, I I missed more than I thought. Yeah, there's uh, a... This, I, like I'm saying, I said in the last episode, I I had fun with the end of this game. Like I was all of a sudden like, hey, like <laughs> this is all of a sudden the game came alive. Cool, a little little. I mean, I guess better late than never, but a little too late for me. So speaking of keys, though, one of the keys that we do get in the beginning is our final confrontation with King Bulban. Mm-hmm. Uh, he drops in, and we get a little fight with him. Uh, I, you know, th- th- there wasn't anything crazy about that. You know, I just kept rolling behind his back, damaging him that way. I like um, fighting him. I, cause you yeah. just, you can just kind of dominate him with all your moves. Yeah. He was yeah. nothing. Once again, I thought that he would like up the ante and he did nothing. I was like, stab, 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 and you're dead. Or but you're it, not it dead. You're running away. It again. didn't feel like a, a, a cheap, like fight like the dark nuts can turn into where it's just like nope i'm blocking most of your shots you just have Mm -hmm. to like do it just right or whatever it's like if you know the fight mechanics well enough you can just unravel this dude Mm -hmm. and and it's fun because like yeah it, it makes it the combat feel rewarding if you're good at it but then when we beat him he speaks yes and he's just like all right enough and then he says that he says, uh, I just game recognizes game. He says, <laughs> I follow the strongest side. Yeah. This is all I have ever known. Yeah. And then he gives you a key and then just leaves. And it's just like, that is, that is really cool. Given everything that's happening right now, where you're I just know. like, I've been following them because they, it's a, it's an evil God, but you little boy have shown me that you're actually stronger, so right, um, right. I guess I'm on your side now. So he's like, all right, cool, peace. Here I'm you go. like, I got an ogre on my side. <laughs> yeah. I want to see that buddy comedy. Right? Right? Yeah. So uh, we get into the castle, and uh, like the design, again, I'm going to be missing a lot of stuff talking on here because... I went one way and I had enough keys and I got to the door without having to get, I missed this graveyard area. If there's another key somewhere else, I don't think I got it. Like I I missed a lot of stuff on here apparently. Um, But we get into the, the castle and obviously it is just immaculate. And, but I don't like that we have hookshot anchors that are completely different than everything that we've had so far. They're, they're um, much larger because they're chandelier-sized. But they don't look like anything to actually grab onto. There isn't yeah. like a symbol it or any kind of minute. like circular yeah. pattern or anything. And we'll even come across a thing later where there are these like candle covers yes. that are also things you're supposed to latch onto. And I was I, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to grab onto right now. I just came on that by chance. I was just like moving my hook shot. I'm like, it has to be, you know, the hook shot, uh, you know, and There's I just gotta came be a spot somewhere. Yeah. 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 
I mean, yeah, I'm even, I'm skimming through uh, uh, a walkthrough with, like, pictures and stuff for, like, reminding me through these things. And there is a, a puzzle that uses the Dominion Rod again, but I'm like, I never found that one. Yep. I never, there's that a puzzle. The, there's a room puzzle the graveyard. that, yeah, that in the uses graveyard. the Dominion Rod. And yeah, I didn't not, come across that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's didn't the, have to use that at all. One puzzle you do with the Dominion Rod after the Dominion Rod segment of, you know, the game, the, the temple and everything. Yeah. Yeah, they don't really, you know, reuse any of the any of the items you get in the post, you know, let's call it Adult Link segment, you know. We, the spinner hardly ever gets used. The ball and chain never really gets used. The Dominion Rod never really gets used. I try to use the ball and chain in here against the, I'm, uh... Oh, uh, I pull that thing out any chance I get. Right. I, love, I love that thing. <laughs> you can, did you know that you can use it to grab stuff? It has a hitbox like the uh, um, the the claw shot does, except instead of waiting for it to come back to you, you just get it when the, the ball and chain hits it. Really? Yeah, and so uh, like you can do that... like. Like I have to to watch the blue and and yellow rupee, uh, look, Link grabbed a rupee thing every time I I restart the game. But you can it'll just it'll just pick those up for me, and I don't have to see that. Hmm. hmm. Nifty. Uh, uh, but yeah, as we explore, so we we get into a main area, uh, the the entrance of the castle, and then there are like a number of doors. And then each of those doors has like a hallway that goes around it. And then each of those hallways has a door that goes outside. And it actually does feel like connected to a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of these games in the past, when they have you going inside and outside, sometimes it's not, you, you don't get the sense of like where you are exactly. And I never felt that way in this one. I it, felt it, like I remembered where I was compared to the center of the room. Yeah, I mean, me we too. only really had Wind Waker and... Uh, well, I guess I guess some of the castles you you do go inside and outside, and some of the two D castles, but like I mean, I'm thinking even like for the the forest temple in Ocarina, like oh you yeah, you go through some yeah. of those rooms and you're like, I don't know, I I'm can't out in a figure now. out where I'm at right now without yeah. having to like actually bring up my map and to say like, oh, I go here, 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 and didn't feel as natural. Right. Um, um, I felt a like lot the of these puzzles. Uh, a lot of these puzzles are claw shot base we, you know we talked about but also there's a lot of torch uh mm -hmm. lighting happening in here and some of it's used in interesting ways like when you light certain torches uh platforms will raise up and so you want to have certain platforms raised and then extinguish a specific torch so that another platform drops oh, that or one raises took me forever to to get it <laughs> to scale something, which I thought was cool. And the one that took me forever to actually figure out what was going on was there were four torches, and this was really uh -huh. unintuitive, um, that they stayed on for a certain length of time, and some of them were longer than others. And in typical Zelda fashion, I thought they were just going out because I messed the pattern up. Like, oh, that was the wrong one. I have to light them in the right order or they go out, and, and it was you have to light them in the right order because they go out, not they go out as a consequence of you mm -hmm. messing the puzzle up. They, um, so I felt really dumb in this room because um, there is on the other side a 
a, a mirrored hallway almost that has a different puzzle. And so I had gone into the other room and, you know, tried. My first thought was, oh, maybe I can, you know, boomerang one of these pictures off the wall or run into the wall and one of the pictures will fall down. Yeah. Uh, and I had that, that didn't thought work. too randomly, yeah. I was staring at it. it there, there, a lot of the pictures were uh, of the same thing, but just different times of day or different seasons. Which I was, I was staring at these pictures like that's really weird. But sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but so I then I went back to the dark room where you had to light the lanterns, and like you, Brian, I was like, all right, this one stays lit the longest, so I gotta start here, then try, then I like figured it out. It's like these two stay lit the longest. And so I'm just going to go these two and then try the others. And yeah. when I figured it out, my partner was right there and she goes, um, how'd you, how'd you figure that out without the clue? And I look up at the wall and there's clearly a painting that you have to knock down that shows you the order to light. The oh, torches. sweet mother. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And I just, I just lit them until it worked. Yeah. Like I eventually oh. realized that, some you know some of the torches stayed on longer than others and just by testing all of them out and and looking at them and being like okay that one clearly was way shorter than this one so that comes later in the pattern but yeah okay i didn't realize there was a there was actually a a, a, a way to solve that puzzle um there is a there is a spot in the outside courtyard where they have a bunch of those uh fans that you hit with the boomerang and you have to burn some leaves away oh, to God. see the pattern. That so was around. Like blow them away. I didn't know you or could blow them away. Yeah, yeah burn. You yeah, you can't burn away. things. Yeah, uh, no. Okay. Blow them away. But yeah. That one took me so. a minute. I don't think I went to the lantern room, though. The only lantern room I went into is the one where it raises the platforms where you dip your oil, you know, That's how whatever. you get up to the, to the floor and then yes. from there you can either go left or right. Right. From that, that one. Right. So I went one way and there was like the paintings that were, you know, different, you know, times of day of the castle, basically. Yeah. And originally I went one way and I could not figure it out. I'm like, well, there's got to be something I'm missing with the paintings. And then I realized that they were like being held up by like, you know, rope. And I'm like, oh, it's taking it back to that. Oh, I forget what dun- which dungeon. Yeah, but you just shoot your arrow and it knocks it down. And then yeah. there are switches that you hit the switch with with the you know hook shot. And then some of them like drop down you know choo choos, which actually saved me because you go into like because you can scoop them. Like one is oil and one mm-hmm. is happens to be red. And so like because the next room is like the two dark nuts. Okay. That killed me the first time. <laughs> like the first one, there I because I did the there's there's one room where you have just one of them, just one dark nut, and then yeah, I killed him. But then like when I had two at the same time, I couldn't use like my same little technique. Like I kept just kept it's on tough. using. I kept on using mortal draw over and over and over and over and over again on him until all of his you know stuff was down. And then I just went behind and stabbed him. Well, I couldn't do that with two of them. They murdered me. And I'm like, so I went back out and got a bunch of like, you know, chew jelly and stuff. And then like went back into the second, you know, room and and 
finally defeated them, but it, it took a lot of patience, which we all know I don't have much of. I'm like, just be patient, Jess. Just be, just be patient. <laughs> <laughs> I may be wrong about this, but is this the first time I'm going to say this in this season? We all do it differently? Because uh, I hey, yeah. feel like yeah. I have not said that. I feel we like it has not that. been said. We haven't said that this um, season. We hardly <laughs> said it in, in Wind Waker if we said it at all. Um, uh, but this is where we, there is actual real deviation on how we can do these things. Because like I said, I skipped half this dungeon. And you're talking about you skipped this one puzzle here that the three of us did. I didn't and... see the rope at all. Yeah, uh, there was the 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 painting. Yeah, knock over. I was staring at those paintings like too. Stuff. There's four. Yeah, there's four of the paintings, and you shoot them with the, your arrow, the, and it knocks them down. And then there's and behind all four of them is a switch. And you yeah, hit the switch, the, the and it releases that gate. Yeah, the picture is taken from North Hyrule Field. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get a memory if you go stand by that? Yeah, I hope so. Right. God, I need more. <laughs> I need some of this lore to be explained. Right. So, um. Eventually, we do have an area where we're going outside, and there's these, like, mm -hmm. bridges that go across, and you get in there, there's there's one that you have to fight one of the um, the flying, uh, what are they called? Um, dragon, dra dragon Yeah, the shield dragon guys. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, but then Which... there's one that you come across where it, it has this cutscene of, like, all of these enemies coming at you, and I'm like, all right, bring it on. Yeah, right. let's go. And then... It's it's like nice, but also unneeded that our buddies show up, and one of them has a giant cannon. He's got a rocket and, launcher. Yeah, yeah, he's got this like yeah. rocket launcher mortar thing, and he blows them all up, and they're all just hanging out there. And then we see like uh, a falcon takes out a, like one of the arrow guys up at the top. The falcon and, was the coolest part. <laughs> yeah, so we go through all that, and I don't. I'm guessing. Is there another scene with them? No, nope, they just nope. run off. Okay. Nope. They're like, hey, like, thanks. Yeah, like the rebellion comes and I'm like, where have you been all this time? Yeah. Like, I've been fighting every single, like, bad thing in this entire land. And you just come and, like, kill a few, like, bad dudes. I'm like, I just got done killing two dark nuts at the same time. Where were you during that? I yeah, that would have been your... helpful. The, the, the right? flying shield dragon, that would have been nice time for you to show up uh, <laughs> right. this feels like one of those events in an open-ended like western rpg where like you you happen to you know fulfill a certain number of side quests or you helped out all these characters and so they show up to help you once or twice or it's like when you free the what like the dog in resident evil 4 and then it shows up to help you late you know like an hour later or something like that like that's what it felt like, but this is just a, a scripted thing where these four people, hey, hi, wave at you, and then they blow yeah. some guys up. And they're like, yeah, we could... and they're so what? proud of themselves. They're like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah we, we did it, guys. We saved Hyrule. I'm like, like, okay, that makes four for you guys. <laughs> I'm at like 300 something. If we're, do just if we're doing Lord here. of the Rings here, yeah, I think I'm <laughs> yeah. winning the body count. <gasps> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, so one of them, you do get a big key at the end of it. Um, yeah. And then this is where, like, I kind of just found my little path. I went up here, and the next thing you know, I'm at the door for the boss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if there was, like, more stuff to go and see. No, not really. Not not really on this one. Like Not that I recall. Nothing notable, at least. 
Yeah. You can no, go through both. No, no, there's just both. the two paths. There's the big key, and then on the other side, there's a small key. But, but like, they're two identical halves. But you're supposed... This time, you're supposed to go down both of them. Whereas oh, okay. I got the small key, I didn't get the big key. <laughs> and I had to go back <laughs> for the big key. I must have, like... It, I don't know. Like, looking through some of the stuff, it's, like... Especially on my map, I don't know at what point I was... They wanted me to go some way... But somehow I was like, oh, here's a path that I can just go through. And there you go. So um, there is a there is a room that we go. That I, I have to assume that you guys saw this room um, where it is a bunch of like square tiles. Yes. And mm-hmm. you have to this turn into the, a wolf. This is the start of the, the final g- path to the boss door. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. And you see these ghosts and they're all like if you don't go into that mode and you just like run up to them, the the tiles will just fall through the ground, right? Yeah, but, it's a clear path. There's there's something that the ghost mice, ghost yeah, the ghost rats, yes, yeah, oh so yeah, yeah, so not the band, they, they the give you an incentive to turn tracks. on. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what? I said not the band, the actual ghost rats. Yeah, <laughs> 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 but they give you an incentive to turn on your senses and right. and then. And then you see one of the, the dead soldiers. These, you know, these would be the same NPC models as the ones that were in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get up there. There is a dark net waiting for us at the top to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've done enough of these now. He's just, it's it's not a big deal. It's just one <laughs> of them. It's no big deal. It's yeah, there's it's not two. At you. It's not yeah, two, two at or, the same time. Three, like I had to fight three at the bottom of the of the well. Oh no! And that was just a nightmare. Yeah, I and it's not because died. like, oh, this is cha- a challenge. It's because well, there's just three guys there who can block, you know, seventy five percent of your hits. Right. And then maybe <laughs> you get through with one of them, and you you throw them off balance. But by the time you've thrown one guy off balance, the other one's ready to to kill you. Yes. And so it's it's not challenging on a mechanics level. It's it's just unfair. Correct. Um, sure. Yeah. So in in the corner of this room is a locked door that you need every single key to be able to access this door. Mm-hmm. And I've never been in there before ever because I'd never found the graveyard before. Right. And inside are like, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, this is the point. I think I, I already had the big key and didn't realize it. And in my <laughs> mind, I was like, all right, there's a locked door. That means I missed a key somewhere. Yeah. And it just so happened that I opened the map. And as I was looking around the map, I was like, oh, there's something more here. And I assume the areas had to be symmetrical because, like, you know, on the King Bulbin side, you got this key. So I'm like, all right, on the end of the other side, there has to be a key there. Yeah. And I think it's cool that they actually incorporated the wolf, but it also just felt out of place because you haven't always needed the wolf form in dungeons. Right. And I was like, if this is something so important, they're going to make it clear, not make it, oh, you have to search for this one spot to dig in. It's it's completely hidden. Um, it's, it's almost as if it's like just a bonus reward for you being thorough. Right. Like that's really it, because I've never found this before. If I wasn't streaming and like being like, we're gonna look at everything, guys. We're gonna we're gonna check all the spots. We're gonna we're gonna. I went I went both directions when it split in the castle, just to be like, let's just look and see what else happens. Um, 
but this door, you open it up, and there are 13 chests inside. Just full of goodies. What does um, it have? Useful goodies, though? I yeah. mean, it just refills on everything. Just, re like, everything you could possibly need refilling mm, your stuff. Okay. Does it have potions? Um, fairies? I mean, there's fairies, you know, but... Yeah. Um, I could use I, the I still have all of my potions. Uh, I made it to the end of the game with the half bottle of milk that I got at the beginning just to see if I could. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to see if it, like, turned colors and went bad or something. <laughs> Which it doesn't, but I was like, didn't I'm turn, keeping that didn't milk. didn't turn into that's, cheese. That's my milk, yeah. <laughs> I, I might get hungry later. But, yeah, there's just, like, and then and then boxes, even boxes and jars and things to break with, with rupees in them. and stuff. Like, yeah, just a room full of stuff. That's cool. So let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to finish off Twilight Princess. What's the time? Patreon time. <laughs> Talking about patreon.com slash chat of the wild. You go there, you support us for as little as a dollar a month. You get some cool bonuses. One thing that we are officially starting it now we're we are on board with doing this every month is our side quest show where it'll be a patreon exclusive the patrons get to vote on which game we play each month and then at the end of the month we record an episode it goes up exclusive to patrons uh for this month we are going to be doing turnip boy commits tax evasion oh uh, boy a very a very fun sh short zelda like that uh, we'll be recording. Uh, it'll be going up in about a week and a half. Yeah. Nothing like adorable, adorable crime. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, boy. Yeah. That game. Um, Don't yeah. give them too much. Yeah. They got to pay no, for it. No, I'm, I'm not giving them anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, oh, the places you'll go. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. Join up. You get that. You get access to our Discord. Uh, you get ad-free episodes. You also get those episodes early, uh, sometimes just like a few hours. Basically, as soon as they're done, they go up. It'll show up on a, your exclusive Patreon feed. Uh, a lot of people don't know. You can just go on to Patreon. There is an RSS feed link that you can plug into a lot of different apps, and you can get that sent straight to your own app. You don't have to necessarily do it through the Patreon app or do it through your browser on Patreon or however you listen to it. Mm -hmm. If you've got a specific podcast app that you like to use, it works with that. I don't mention that, so I should, because it's I. That's how I do it for my, all my Patreon it's, shows. It's not a secret, Jeremy. No, share your knowledge. Like I said, with the Discord, uh, Brian is on there regularly talking about his stream. Brian, where is that located? Oh, the streams at Luigi'sApartment.com. Um, yeah, Wednesday is Zelda night, so uh, the day this podcast goes up, that night I'll be streaming whatever. Zelda segment or a Zelda-like segment that we're gonna record that weekend, so which is usually a few weeks ahead of time. So you'll you'll get to see the episode for a few weeks out get uh, played through, and as I talk through it and talk through my my thoughts and and so if you can't actually play the game, which uh, we're gonna be playing Oceanhorn, and I'm pretty sure by the time this episode goes up, it'll still be six dollars on the Switch, so it's on sale right now. Yeah, Luigi's apartment. Wednesdays is Zelda days. I stream other days too, but and yeah, and the Tippy and I hang out in the Discord a lot and talk about our pets and talk to all of our our listeners. So 
Yeah. I think it's worth pointing out that uh, Oceanhorn was our first Patreon chosen game. Yeah. So our patrons voted for the next Zelda-like that we would play, and Oceanhorn came out on top. Uh, was really hoping for Terranigma, and I know some of you were also hoping for, uh, was it Star Tropics? Was that the one? Neotopia. Neotopia. We had a couple, couple votes on that. Um, did we get one vote on Okami? Someone someone was pulling for someone that, Someone did. I think. Someone did. But yeah, you can check that out. Also, uh, I can, uh, I'll make this a regular thing now. I was keeping it secret for a while. I've got a new podcast show out there. Podcast Advance is the name. Uh, it is focusing solely on the Game Boy Advance library. I launched it with the 20th U.S. anniversary of the Game Boy Advance. Uh, we've got a couple episodes up right now for Super Mario Advance, which I did with uh, Twitter personality Stealth40K. Uh, F-Zero Maximum Velocity with Joe Spiro at the Spirit Hunters, one of the Greenlit podcast shows on here. Got some other great episodes coming up with some greenlit people uh as well as one with the co-founder of ign craig harris join me to talk about iridium 3d that was a lot of fun uh go ahead and check it out look up podcast advance on all your players you'll find it on there subscribe it's been a lot of fun i this is probably my life now because there's like a thousand games for me to play and i'm only doing <laughs> one a week so literally it'd probably take me like 20 years to get through everything mm-hmm. um Welcome to the life of uh, Crontendo Gaming. Yep. But check that out. Uh, check out uh, Need for Speed Running. It's a new podcast that's coming out next week. So There you go. Uh, yeah, that's the, something I've been working on. Um, so we're going to cover Breath of the Wild in our pilot episode. And yeah, that's not that's not going to be a, a weekly thing like, like a podcast advance. But uh, that'll happen probably once a month. So yeah, Need for Speed Running. Fantastic. Anyways, let's go ahead and jump over to some other great Greenlit podcast shows. Hey, Chris, what's the War Rocket Ajax podcast about? Well, Matt, if we were smart, it'd be about murders, but it's actually about comics. War Rocket Ajax. It's not about murders, but it is weekly on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Oh, hi. I was just shoveling more red-hot takes into the old Hardcore Gaming 101 opinion furnace. Shaq-Fu has some redeeming qualities. There's a lot of video game podcasts out there, but only HG 101 has the code Jones to objectively, definitively, scientifically rank the top games of all time. No, it's definitely pronounced Code Jones. HG 101's top games, twice a week, every week, right here on Greenlit. So, yeah, we go in through the the boss key, the boss door, and we get the scene where Midna is just like, so you must be Ganondorf. And I'm just like, all right, we haven't met this guy before. Nope. (laughs) Like, we heard stories about him, and we as a viewer have seen what he looks like. Right. But we have not actually met him yet. Mm -hmm. He's sitting there holding the sword that they shoved through him. Right. He's got a sage sword. Like that's his that's his weapon. Like the, that is that's pretty cool. It yeah. is pretty that's, cool. Yeah. I was yeah, I forgot that like, they they called it the Sword of the Seven Sages until the only reason I know that is because of uh one of the drops you can get in Breath of the Wild is that sword. Oh that'd be cool. From one of the amiibo drops. Right, <laughs> yeah. And so when um, when you when you get the, the full Ganondorf outfit, you you can get that sword to go along with it. Nice. 
Ganondorf does rant about uh, how the, the, the Twilight people, like, you know, he m- sort of mocks them for not being strong enough, which, you know, I think, like, looking back on it, Brian, you had mentioned something about feeling like Ganondorf was intentionally trying to deceive him with that, but I think I think it was he thought this was a, a, a way to get through and to, like, get what he wants, not necessarily to, like, use and throw away Zant, but just seeing, like, they're using he's he's trying to use powers to do bad stuff too so i'm gonna do that as well but then hitting that ceiling with them pretty quick and just being like oh i'm not gonna be able to like i don't necessarily need i don't i just i need agonem for just like you know a little bit of my plan and then once once that's done like who cares what happens to him you know zant can rule in the dark world for all he wants you know twilight world for all he wants i don't need him anymore yeah and then uh, he goes and flashes this triangle at us. Yeah. To be like, I got Look the power the of the gods. I got this at, at Spencer's. Yeah. Um, we do too. <laughs> but then, yeah, he he, he mentioned, he sort of alludes that he's going to do something. Yeah, we get in this room. It is the uh, the same scene that we saw where Zelda's, Zelda's last stand early on when yeah. we first were introduced to Zant. Uh, where we see like this this giant statue of the three goddesses above the throne room, and uh, when we get into there, we see one of the heads just like laying on the ground next to us. Yeah. Uh, but also Zelda is just like floating in the middle of it, just stuck yeah. up there and like she's back asleep. Yeah. So there she is. You know, I don't know why. I don't know what the point of her vaporizing before was. It's not like we're in the world of Twilight where like. She went into the world of Twilight, or maybe she was before. Maybe. I can't remember. Mm. But. And and Ganon pulled her out because he needs he needs her triangle too. He's got to yeah. complete the set. Yeah, they don't even talk about that. They don't even talk nope. about him like trying to get those things. That's no. not really a part of this story at all. It is he's, not. He, he's thinking about an old old game, and everyone in this one's like, I don't know, I don't know what you're on about, buddy. And he's like, No, no, this is a thing. I totally need this. I need all three <laughs> pieces. I'm like, uh, All right. He, She's he, not in her robe anymore either. He looks over at uh, at Zelda and makes it clear that he's gonna like do something to her. And Minda tries to stop it, but then it just like the power that he uses, the Twilight power, just goes right through her and just I don't know, just punctures Zelda all over. And yeah, uh, we, we th- I do like this scene that we get here because uh, we do see like. What is it? I think uh, Minda gets like blasted away, and then Link tries to run after her, and then as soon as he turns around, we see evil Zelda like right <laughs> behind us. Yeah, and it's like actually like a really cool cut because we didn't see what happened with her. No. Um, and then suddenly she's just there with her sword out, being like, "I'm, you know, I'm gonna stop you and I'm gonna kill you right now." I told she's you, I like- had a, there was a. Uh, oh, she's got like black veins going through her face yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and. Like, I told possessed. you there was a reason I had this sword earlier <laughs> in that cutscene. So now we have to fight, uh, quote unquote, fight puppet Zelda. Um, yes. More no puppets. point are we ever actually going to use our sword on Zelda. That was probably, I, I, I could see at one point we actually fought her. And then Miyamoto was like, you cannot use your sword on Zelda. Like that is not allowed. <laughs> right. And so they had to get creative with it. And to just be the- like, you're just going to deflect her power back at her. It's mm-hmm. like, guys, we already beat up a Yeti lady in this game. Like, let's right. let's tone it down. Right? We're getting dark. Can't beat up on Zelda. <laughs> we don't want to get Zelda. that dark. 
<laughs> so we get a, hey, remember this part at the end of Ocarina of Time Battle? Uh, where we play tennis with her. Yeah. yeah. And we lob, lob her energy back and forth. Um, My timing was off. My timing yeah. was off a little bit, and it got me a few times. And I'm like, oh, agonizing. Mm-hmm. So we do that a few times. She gets electrocuted. And then Midna uses her power again. It just does this, like, devastating-looking attack where it just, like, blows right through Zelda and, like, launches her back at the throne. But then let's go and it's like, oh, she's fine. She's just laying there. She's yeah. very comfortable, actually. <laughs> she's quite cozy. <laughs> she just needed a heavy detox. Yes. But so what happened with that is that Ganondorf did, like, go into Zelda. Like, he was inside of her using her as a puppet there. And because really, like, this Ganondorf is more ethereal. He is not really, like, he, he is magic. He's, He's not an a idea, person like man. He, Right. Um, and <laughs> That's you why know, you don't play with Ouija knew, boards, kids. The Gandorf we knew in Ocarina of Time, that was like a guy that was using the power. And this is like just the power at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So after we help Zelda out, we do just see this like mound of dark energy that starts to transform. And this is where he does transform into Ganon. Is this like where we have to like did did Minda get wiped out by that last attack where like Link's kind of holding her there? No, not yet. Or that uh, that might have been at the uh, at the beginning when she speared through the thing, I think. But like at some point he's like kind of cradling her, like "Are you all right?" Yeah. Uh, and just the way that like that interaction happened, I was I felt like Link was just like, "Yeah, I have a girlfriend." Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which that yeah. happens more going forward. Yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, not our final battle, but it does nope. definitely feel like it. We're fighting Pig Beast Ganon. This fight is interesting. Like, uh, again, I like it thematically, but I think the mechanics of it are kind of boring. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that it would be as exciting as the sumo battles because it's kind of what they're going for when you when you toss the Gorons aside when they're rolling at you. But that, but, that is, but that is the last phase that you do, and you even do it in a way that you weren't taught. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. So the first round, um, Ganon is just, like, running around in circles around you, and he will, like, teleport out and then show back up. And when he teleports out, you will see, like, this seal sort of move around in different places. And you got to wait for it to, like, change color at the last second. And it is very much like the Phantom Ganon battle. Um, yeah. where you do have to like look all around and when he's coming at you yeah. you want to shoot an arrow at his head to stun him you come around on his belly slash his belly up a little bit there Yeah, do that a few times then he'll change up his pattern where you'll try to shoot at him and then he'll just like disappear he's too the smart last for second. you yeah yeah. And they're playing so, around with this, this gash on, on Ganon's chest or stomach from when he was stabbed with the the sword of the seven sages, which oh, is, so, is that what I think that was? Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's what they're clever. going for on that. And it even is, he yeah. even bleeds white as you do that. Like little bits of white will come off of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then we do the thing where Minda's just like it's beast versus beast. Yeah, it, which weird. I actually liked. <laughs> Again, thematically, sure. Yes. Um, but. Yeah, so what you have to do is basically turn into wolf and then 
wait until uh, he comes right at you, mm-hmm. and then press A, and I think you have to hold A at the whole the time. Right time. At yeah, just you have the right to, time. Mm-hmm, I, you, I feel like I had to kind of jam it a little bit, kind of like the sumo. Uh, I thought I had I think, to do I that. I think when I jammed it is when I lost, and I was like, okay, so do I, I hold it? I couldn't figure it out what they wanted. I it, can't it's, remember. We're back in this, like, WarioWare minigame thing. We're like, uh, now! Like, you know, you, gotta fi- you, you only have, like, a split second to figure out what they want from you, and right. you fail, you fail. Maybe it was holding it down. And then you move him from side to side, and he plops over on his side, and you slash his belly again. But it took yeah. me a minute to figure out, like, I'm like, I get that she wants me to turn into a wolf, but I could not figure out, like, the holding thing, because I was trying to come at him from the side. It wasn't until, like, I saw the A when he was, like, he came out of nowhere, and he was charging at me. And I'm like, oh, it, it that one, that part took me a minute. Yeah. So yeah, you do that, you toss him aside, you hit him a couple times, and that'll wrap up the first phase. We then get this cutscene where Midna is basically making it clear where she's like, remember how I said before I only used a little bit of my power? I'm going to use all my power right now. And Link realizes that. He's just like, no, don't do it. You're going you're gonna to kill yourself. And but <laughs> Midna just like throws us out of, the, yeah. of this castle, just like chucks us out of there. Uh, or no, well, she teleports us out, right? Yeah. Um, and then and there's an epic, there was a firefight. <laughs> we we get this, like, you just see off in the distance, this, like, big thing going on. And then the, cuts, the cut is weird because it just goes, like, from that to then Ganondorf on a horse. But then there's, like, this big light explosion you see, like, from the castle. You know, like, in the castle. Yeah. Oh, dear God. The battle is not over. It's not over. No. Oh, it's still not. not. Yeah, no. Because um, all of a sudden... Yeah, we see Ganondorf holding the the Twilight Crown from Midna, and he just crushes it in his hands. Yeah. Then we just get this... Then I Zelda does a prayer and is praying to the... What are the, the uh, elemental creatures? This is the creatures? Have, yeah, the, it's not the uh, whatever... However many sages Ganon didn't kill. No, right. the sages, we're not messing with them anymore. Yeah, okay. Um, and they merge together and create the light arrows for us to use. And the next thing you know, we're on our horse. And I'm just thinking, like, what's the horse think of this? Like, what was the horse doing? And suddenly it's just like, why am I here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, horse is just happy to be a part of things. Ever since I got uh, the ability to be a wolf wherever I want, I've just been like, butt spots, you can hang out. I don't want you to get hurt. Yes! So, go go steal go, some apples. Yeah. yeah, go relax somewhere. <laughs> yeah, now we have, again, not the final uh, part of, not the final battle of all of this. Um, mm-hmm. We have uh, the horseback fighting, which, you know, has been a big thing. We're just like, oh, it's got horseback fighting. And it's like, no, nah, this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> this is the second worst part of the game. Uh, <laughs> first one being the first horse battle. First one being the second horse battle. Oh, yes. second horse battle. Yeah. I was like, I have to do this again? I'm like, I was raging the first time. So you got, like, Zelda, you know, like, riding the horse with you. And she's like, focus on, you know, focus on him. And then, like, and then when you do that, I'll shoot my light arrows. So I rode up to him, and I'm focused on him, and she's shooting her little light arrows. Or she wouldn't even shoot them. I'm like, literally, like, shoot, woman! You, you, weren't, you weren't there long enough. 
And then she would try to shoot from far away and then he would zigzag or the stupid, you know, mechanics of, you know, me riding this stupid horse was like zigzagging. And so then the light would miss and I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to lose it. I'm going, I'm like, and I'm tired at this point. I'm like, but I got to finish it. I'm in it now. I've got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can always just watch it on YouTube. It's fine. Yeah. You can lie about it. I, Jeremy didn't beat Alundra. I didn't. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna just only admit to that right now. <laughs> the thing I hate about this is that it's essentially the the final fight from Wind Waker done poorly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we, I mean, that wasn't even around. That was worse than I remembered it, and this is worse than that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, you, you stun him, and then you can run up to him and hit him with your sword. You do that a few times. You ride up to some... him. You make yeah. sure you ride up to him. Yes. Um, Don't mess it up, because you're going to have to do this over again more times again, than you need to. And again, if you get too close to him or you're too slow, he turns around, and he hits you off of your horse. Oh, constantly. So, um, we do that enough. Then we do get the final, final battle, the true final battle with Ganondorf. Yes. Uh, I like this. Never again. I did like this. Yeah. Um, thematically and in terms of mechanics. Uh, it was a one-on-one sword fight. The thing is, is like, Ganondorf really only has two openings throughout this. Mm -hmm. And it is about watching his animation. Uh, he can move really fast and he can do a lot of damage to you. Yes. At this point, here's the thing. I had half my health, no fairies, nothing. There is one fairy in a stuff. skull in that little area that I found. Oh, okay. I was like... In the, wait, in the field when you're running around or no, no, no. in the battle? So, like, you're in the one-on-one -on -one with them okay. and I was running around I'm like, I need some and like and I like hit one of the skulls like in that little arena and stuff and it was a fairy I'm like oh praise the Hylian gods <laughs> I was uh, I was in my royal tunic on this um, nice. I actually did finish the game when in the royal tunic I should have I, had, I, never uh, put it I on. had some fairies tears and uh, two different special uh Chew potions and a and a bottle of rancid milk. Yes. So I was doing okay. Perfect. I didn't I mean, need that's anything. The best. So you're in this final battle. You got half a heart left. You're like, wait, I know what to do. And you get that milk and you chug it. And you're like, oh, this, oh, the milk, milk's bad. Oh, the milk's bad. bad. And you just start it's chewy. Milk oh, was gross. the wrong choice. I've never had to eat milk before. <laughs> I I saved my great fairy's tears. For this final battle, yeah, and I didn't realize that you lost the buff as soon as you got hit. As soon as you get damaged. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. So I drank them, and immediately got hit. <laughs> yeah. So he's got Ganondorf has some moves. Uh, he's got a couple moves where he will like lunge at you and then do. I think he does like a two combo move on a couple of these things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, he also you kicks have to, you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he, giant he, he has all these different things where the he's only got time... over B, he's got up B, he's got uh, mm -hmm. a couple different A moves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, don't let him get the smash orb, whatever you no. do. Oh, God. Uh, well, don't don't let him charge up his regular B move. 
<laughs> that falcon punch, so, man. Uh, he ha the the ways that you can damage him, and really, it's like there's one way you want to do it. You can get in uh, between, like after he whiffs an attack, if you can dodge him just right and get in there and hit him that way. But what you really want to do is you got to do the chance move. So what happens is, is he will sort of like lunge at you, and so a prompt appears on the screen that just says chance. And chance time. You, yeah, you you do a a jump attack at him, and then you, you the swords will clash. Um, the cues and, will TE <laughs> and you have to smash the a button or whichever button as, as quickly as you can a button. And then it's, it wasn't, you know, I, I had it in my head that at some point he would be able to overtake me. I didn't really have an issue. Did any of you have a problem? Like no. pressing the button fast enough. Not even when I didn't, when I didn't realize it was going to happen. And then I was like, Oh, Oh crap. I need to mash it. And I still managed to do. Okay. I never got, like, the opportunity to use the chance button. Like, I, for oh. whatever reason, it just flashed real quick for me. And I'm like, and I was never quite quick enough to hit it. Like it was Until it the very end, to the last time you did it? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that part, obviously, you have to, yes. You have you to have initiate to. the final blow with this. this yes. Segment. Obviously, I did that. But, like, throughout the battle, like... How I defeated him, like, I, it took me a minute to figure it out, but, like, when he, like, slashes his sword down, like, to, like, get you, he's stuck for, like, a, for a moment and his back is turned, so I would just loop around him and stab him in the back and it would, oh. and it would semi-stun him and I okay. would just get a few more stabs and I That's just, cool. like, and I just kind of waited him to do that and I just went around and around and around and around <laughs> and stuff just but wore him down yeah like it it took me it took me a minute but I beat him so but yeah if it it's like using the the big goron sword on Ganon and in, in yes in Ocarina if you if you keep doing he's you're never gonna wear him down just right Mm -hmm. You're gonna, you know, it won't. You won't initiate the final blow if you don't do the thing they want you to do. Right. Now, uh, yeah. Once we do that enough, he does lay on the ground, and you can do a final uh, downward stab. And yeah. I thought this part was really cool. Like yeah. honestly, this moment I think was about as cool as in Wind Waker too, because it goes dead silent when he's, he's like screaming and it's like you have all this noise this music going when you do that everything is just silent and I was like okay that's pretty cool that yeah. is a pretty cool little moment to have there but then this is just weird so like we go and do this he stands up he gets right he just gets up I know and then he just like, starts talking I got my about triangle like, dude you can't kill me wait what's happening my tattoo's fading oh no they told me I it was permanent I must have got water on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't do it just right. right. I was sweating too much. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he basically just says like, this is going to keep happening. He's like, yeah, I know, dude. This is like the 12 Zelda game we play. We know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We know this is going to keep, keep happening. We keep killing you. We yeah. just keep You're going to keep like dying it. too by the end of it. Yes. But then the, the scene just ends with him standing. I know. We just, don't see him like fall over finally. Or turn to stone or something. Nothing. He's just standing there and he's just like I mean, we see like his body just sort of like goes limp, but not no but his legs don't. 
He still just stands there. I thought he I turned to stone, but that's no. why I, I thought it was maybe that just Wind Waker. Mm -mm, no, he like, does not turn into stone. <laughs> okay. So I'm just I'm just picturing this thing like you know after all this stuff is done, it cuts to the scene where these kids are like, I dare you to go touch him. <laughs> it's just right. like, so I'm not gonna do it. You go do it. No, -uh. it's like in uh, DBZ abridged when Yamcha gets brought back to life. He's like, "Where did you guys bury me?" And they're like, "Bury you." And just cuts over to like him still lying in the hole. <laughs> yeah. And, and so yeah, that's it. Uh, we did. We defeated Ganon. Um, we do kind go of. and see that the the sages are are huddled around Midna. Uh huh. And we go up and see her, and we see that she is uh, back to her normal self. Yeah. And, of course, she has to say something flirty because she's a female character talking to Link. Right. I was like, uh, I've got a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she basically says something like, oh, am I so beautiful you have nothing to say to the silent protagonist? Right. <laughs> He hasn't well, said that he has to that anybody. sort of stunned look on his face, but it's like, oh, you're people, people now. You're not like a little imp thing anymore. But yeah, like, oh yeah, I got it. I got it going on, don't I? She looks like she's a Sheikah or something. She looks like Bayonetta. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Uh, and then we get a the the sort of final scene before the credits um, is where. We are back at the Arbiter's Grounds, and they're talking about going back, her going back to the Twilight. And they talk about, they, they talk about it in a way where they're just sort of like, yeah, this has been great. We should hang out sometime. Maybe you can mm -hmm. come over here. We'll play cards. I'll come visit you sometime. We can have a few drinks. Uh, I, I know. I and Zelda, like, Zelda <laughs> is so sweet, though. I love this part. She was like, you know, I know why, you know, this, you know, the twilight mirror was created so i would meet you and it was like a really sweet scene it was like very it's sentimental like, i'm real sorry that we that this all happened to begin with right right but um yeah they talk about how this mirror is the only way th uh you know between the worlds and all that stuff and the last little thing is she, she shoots a, a laser tear out of her eye towards the mirror and it cracks it enough to where the last use of it like destroys it you know yeah right and they're just like no what's happening and then she's back on the other side the mirror's gone there's literally no way for us to go back I anymore. bought property while I was over there <laughs> I left my headphones over there <laughs> no the left earbud I'll never get it back <laughs> We get our our jolly credits. Yeah. Uh, like we we get a scene where the people in Hyrule Castle are all doing the mallow dance. Yes. We get this scene that I I knew was going to be in here, not even because I remembered it, but with the Zora prince and his ghost mom watching over him. Kapora, like we got Kapora, that exact mom. thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think I I think when it happened I was like, "Yep, ah, yep, Jeremy was right. There it is." Like everybody's happy. W uh, were there any other scenes that stuck out to anyone? I think I was too busy pontificating about my thoughts on the game to like really pay <laughs> attention to it. Uh, like uh, back in you know, Orden Orden Village or whatever, where yeah. you know Link is from. 
you know, like that one mother has her baby and like the yeah. kids are reunited. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really sweet and stuff. I'm she sure she names it after uh, after your main character, so that's I farted the baby. Yes, yes. <laughs> I farted colon the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I farted, yeah. Son of I farted. <laughs> but I thought it was really yeah. cute and sentimental. The last scene that we do get with Link is like him going back home. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's just sort of established where he's just like, all right, going to go back to being a farmer now. Everything's done. You can check that box off. <laughs> right. And that 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 wraps it up. Um, I did check. I was at 30 hours for my completion. Really? Eh, yeah. 40, 40 something. Do you remember, I'll have to Jess? go back and look. I didn't. I think I'm in okay. I think it was like upper 40s. So, uh, my, my my Wiimote lasted the entire time on one <laughs> set of batteries. Really? Right. Nice. I am nice. thoroughly impressed. Yeah, me too. Because I know for a fact, and it might just be because it, it's not using Wii Motion Plus stuff, but one of the other reasons why I didn't make it through Skyward Sword was because I was chewing through batteries, and I was broke at that point in my life. And so I was constantly having to buy batteries. And uh, yeah, so that was another reason why it just took me. F- I-, I maybe just gave up on that game. Aww. But I'm impressed. BC, you had not played this game really before we started this. So before anything else is, is tainted with your views uh, by, by, <laughs> other, by other people's views, I want to just give you the floor. How do you feel about this game? I w- so, I would say the overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I think I kind of wish there were... I wish there was more to do in- out in the world. Um, you can collect a ton of pose, but it almost feels like there's too many pose. Like, there were enough pose that when I like made it halfway through the pose, I was like, okay, this is fine. Um <laughs> But I think it does a good job of, you know, it's the the dark Ocarina of Time. Like, it takes the format of Ocarina and it actually, you know, it does the same format, but it still feels like a new game. Um, I really like not all the characters, but the, I felt like they were really enjoyable characters. Midna, even though I kind of hate Midna being around, she's still a good character. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And for, like, a Legend of Zelda game, you know, Zelda's somehow in it less than I feel like she normally is. Um, yeah, and we maybe. don't really... We're not the ones trying to save her, really. It's yeah. more about Minna and Zelda. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I think it's like so many other games. If it were made today and were a little bit more technically polished, it would... It'd be amazing. I just think it's really good. Not amazing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, if they could release a, you know, Jar Jar Binks free edition that didn't have the horseback scenes. Oh, God. Automatically goes up, you know, 10%. Or at least just my... figure out some way to make them better. Just give it like give some sort of AI to the horse so that you don't have to constantly be pushing it in directions like like other horses in other games. Yeah. Uh, oh, Brian, uh, what? <laughs> I I found out something 
during uh, I think it was in the last few weeks uh, uh, when I was watching some some speed runs of this game, so we could talk to our special guest uh, coming up next week. But um, they altered the horse controls in HD version to where it's it's more annoying on HD. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh. So uh, you have almost less control over the horse. They they went another step further on the realism where you're trying you lead the horse. So you you sort of you sort of um um yeah, like you kind of just kind of suggest that it goes more to the right or to the left and like you can't you don't really have like full even full control over the horse in the HD version. But so, that's yeah. what I want, but I just want it to actually have good AI. And this horse doesn't. I forgot to bring that up before. Oh man. Hey Jess, uh want say say some of your piece. <laughs> so, I mean, I, this is my second run through of Twilight Princess. When it first came out like I, my memory of it is completely skewed like it's totally skewed. Like when it first came out, I thought it was well done. I really enjoyed it. I honestly don't remember most of the game from, like, I'm like, did I play this? I'm like, yeah, I did. I did. But, um, but I thought it was, back then I thought it was, like, super clean. And I I remember the thing that stood out to me most back then was the desert scenes for some reason. Um, I don't know why, but I just did. And this time around, I just, I don't know, like... I felt like it lacked a lot of story. Like, there's a lot of, you know, plot holes, and that kind of bothers me. Um, I get that as a Zelda game, there's always going to be plot holes, but I just felt like it wasn't well-rounded with that. Um, there yeah, was some... we played other Zelda games where they... They... Like, there's a smattering of lore here and there, but, like, this one felt like they had something they wanted to say, but then they just didn't say it. Right! Like, like or they, they, didn't, they left parts of it out. Right. They, there was a, a meme that I actually shared with the group today that said um, Link's Awakening is just uh, Link's Awakening is just Twin Peaks for people who play Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was hilarious, but I just kept thinking, no, nah, Twilight Princess is kind of like yeah. the weird dream sequence, bizarre, yeah. like, yeah. Twin yeah. Peaksy game. Yeah. Eyeballs. The, the you know the weird you know white iris or cornea eye cutscenes with the upside down girls floating and raining down and yeah right yeah, yeah. I felt so yeah I, I guess if I think about it from that lens as Twilight Princess as the deadly premonition of Zelda's <laughs> maybe I like it a tad right. bit more sure okay. this is better put together than that yeah it is yeah. <laughs> it is I I yeah okay fair yeah. I just feel like they tried a little bit too hard where they didn't have to try so hard with this Zelda, but I mean, it's still Zelda. I I love Zelda, you know? And so, um, but I thought, you know, there was definitely some like fun pieces to it. I enjoyed. Um, I just felt like it was a lot of work more than I remember it being, I I guess overall Mm. for some reason. I don't know. It wasn't my, Delphi was not my favorite, but aesthetically, I thought it was cool looking for sure. Except for the creepy people and their weird faces. So I, th- I, 
I think after the last two Zelda games, Nintendo learned, like, okay, these take a lot longer to make than we're used to, and we can't just force these out anymore. And so we, we got, like, a much longer break between this and Skyward Sword. We got a, a equally as long break between this and Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. And those still seem like they were, like, okay, wrap it up, like, on some level, but... I think like there's something funny about Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Like they're they feel almost rushed in different ways. Like uh, this is seems like it's more polished than Wind Waker was, but like it's still missing stuff. It feels like there's just something not quite altogether there. I know, but uh, I really you know, I don't know. I loved Wind Waker though. Like I yeah, played through I it. Do like, too. I played the regular version and the HD version, and uh, I loved Wind Waker. I thought, like, it yeah. was super cute. There was plenty of things to do in Wind Waker, and I wanted to do the things, whereas in, I just didn't feel as motivated in Twilight Princess. Like, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to be done with it. I yeah. hate to say that. I I mean, I, I've kind of hinted at it before that, like, I feel like, I'm done with Aonuma's style of Zelda and and looking back on it like it's kind of jarring like how much I didn't see and and maybe also playing through all of them again I'm finding that the things I like about Zelda games I, I you know or there's maybe what I thought I liked about the 3D Zelda games isn't necessarily what I liked about them I I do like the puzzles in this game um but the dungeons themselves feel like you know, you're just if if you're not paying attention, you know, and you and you just you're not really, and you just go with it. Like, oh, that that was really fun. Like, I like the theming of it. I like the ideas in there. It was kind of sure. cool. But like, if you're if you're paying attention more than just just below the surface, like you see, like, oh, this is just everything's placed right in front of you, and you just keep moving, and it's just. You don't really have to think too hard about these. You don't really necessarily get lost in them unless you decide to go back or something like that. And and I I want to go back and play like I've played Zelda one and two recently, but I, I want to go back and play A Link to the Past and Link's Awakening and and see if like maybe that maybe that's what I want out of a Zelda game. Maybe I want these like kind of branching dungeons where like I have to spend time in them to understand them to get what it's trying to to get what the dungeon actually wants and maybe I've just been like you know a link to the past has always been there and I never knew you know I never knew it until now yes sort of thing so um and you know because I feel like Majora's Mask still even some of those dungeons have that kind of feeling to them where like they're not necessarily on a straight path, but maybe I missed that too. Like, it, Wind Waker, like, kind of opened my eyes up to like, it's a game I love and I still like playing it. It's also, I think, it's a lot more fun to play than this game. Um, but yeah, that I don't, I don't love the 3D Zelda games as much as I thought I did. I mean, I put so much stock into Ocarina being like this masterpiece that I means me so much to me, and I, and I think it playing back through it like I don't know if I can objectively look at that game because I just have it memorized like it's just all in my head I know it I know every bit of it so I, d I don't know how to like 
necessarily go back and, and look at it, but I, maybe I should try again now that we're at the end of these. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. For me, so this Twilight Princess checks off all the boxes, but that doesn't mean it's the best Zelda game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like if I was listing out the things that I wanted from a Zelda game, this hits like every single one of them. Uh, you know, you have memorable characters in this, although you have a, we have a lot of NPCs that are just like nothing, you know, but it's more so than we've gotten on almost every other Zelda game where it's, where literally characters only have one line of dialogue that they ever say. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you have the Cuckoo Girl. All she is just like, I lost my Cuckoos. But then people will look back on her and be like, oh, I remember Cuckoo Girl. And like, why yeah. do you remember her? She didn't do anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> but at least with this, we have these characters that are just like, we have interactions with them throughout. We get more of those than anything else. And I feel like there's a there's a part of me that wants to say this is a better Zelda game than Wind Waker, but I absolutely do not care to ever come back to this world. I don't care to get a Twilight Princess 2, but give me a Wind Waker 2. Absolutely. Right. Like, me I want to do I want to like do more in that world because I love that world. I just don't feel like there was like enough in Wind Waker. Yeah. I, th- I think like, like, like Link's story in this game is done after two dungeons right it is just along for the ride and and in wind waker you're sort of along for the ride too but you you gained this friendship with tetra and so like i want to save tetra like i want to i want to protect tetra she gets taken or she gets you know she gets kind of you know put down in the corner real like halfway through that game which sucks it's a zelda game so yeah yeah but (laughs) you know i want to make sure she's okay and and I like that link and I and I I am I am right there for him. I want I want the things he wants. And this link is just like I mean, whatever. If my girlfriend remembers things, things will be cool. Uh I'll help my friend out though. I got this friend. I kind of want what she wants too, but I like Minna, but I'm not like I don't know. I don't know what it is. It, it's 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 so weird that like my it's just a feeling. I don't know. I know something's missing. And that's what I'm saying. Like both of those games are missing things, but they're missing completely different things. And I and and like they both needed more time. They both needed to be like polished up. We did like you know we we have this whole Uku story that just goes nowhere once we get to right? the city in the sky. Oh we have God. a bunch of these little these little moments that just seem like they're going to be impactful, and then they just just land with a thud and and or or don't land at all. Yeah, this this was a game that was trying to please the fans. Yeah, oh, I know that. They, so many of things were in response to the the kind of reactions that they saw uh, Space after World Wind Two Thousand One. Man, um, and this is sort of the monkey's paw Zelda, where it's like we got what we wanted, but in so many ways, it's you know this is this is why we get Breath of the Wild. Because they gave us something different because the people that were making it wanted to make this game. Yeah. Twilight Princess isn't necessarily that. This is That's them not the game trying. they wanted to make. Yeah. This is them checking off all the boxes. This is them saying, like, this is what people were wanting when they said they wanted a new Zelda. And then we get the fallout from 
this game, which is everyone's like, whoa, it's so cool, it's exactly what we wanted, and then, you know... No one talks about it. A few like, months down just... the line, everyone's like, I don't know if this was all that great, actually, and, you know, it's repetitive, and it's this, and it's that, and, you know... Right. The 3D Zelda formula is getting stale. Uh, I pulled up... Uh, I shared uh, a clip from the end of an interview that Jeff Gersman did on X-Play where they like pulled him aside to be like, Hey, can you tell us anything about what happened with the game spot firing when the giant bomb stuff was happening last month? And I forgot that the reason they had him on there was to talk about how stagnant Japanese design was getting in the late aughts. And one of the things they showed were clips from, from twilight princess. And like, that was the big talking point about Zelda, which is, it's just the same thing again. And now, 10 years later, we're like, oh, I love those 3D Zelda games. And we're like, 10, but, you know, 10 years ago, people were like, these 3D Zelda games are just the same. And, and that's how we get Skyward Sword, where Skyward Sword is like, well, let's mix it up. Let, let's, let's try and change up the formula or something. And then even that game, what it tries to do, people are like, it's just the same thing again. And, and I think Aonuma was like, I don't know what you want from me. Right. Uh, let let Fujibayashi take the take the lead on this. I'm just gonna oversee everything because I don't know what you people want. And they went and made whatever the hell they wanted to make, and it turned out to be pretty great. Mm-hmm. So after this discussion, so I would say like a couple episodes ago, I was contemplating putting this above Wind Waker. Oh but now, no! After talking about this again, I've made it very clear on my issues. Like I love the world of Wind Waker, but I have a lot of problems with the mechanics of the game. Sure. Okay. I have a, I have issues with the dungeons on them. I, about there, three I episodes have, in, I, sorry, about three episodes in, I was going to put this above Wind Waker. I was like, you know what? This is, seems to be a little bit more competent. I'm I'm fully okay with that, but uh, you know, but I fell off that a lot faster. I think after talking about it, I'm gonna put it not only under Wind Waker but under Link to the Past as well for me. So that's where I'm sitting it on there. So it's currently like the lowest ranked 3D Zelda. You know, I thought it was going to be higher, but right now Twilight Princess is the lowest ranked 3D Zelda. So really, it's up to Skyward Sword to be like, does it get worse? I don't think it will, but I also thought there was a chance Twilight Princess was going to be higher than it ended up being. Whenever we get to these end of the season things where you, you put it into your ranking, I usually have, I usually am finally ready to say something about like, two or three Zelda games ago where I finally thought about it enough to be like <laughs> I think I can make a, a decision on this and and I, I'm i putting Majora's Mask above Wind Waker and Twilight Princess at this point I think it moved up on my list like I where it should be yeah yeah um, whereas before I, I we got to the end of Wind Waker and I, I was like I have so many problems with Wind Waker but I can't I can't let go of of how much I love it and my problems with Majora's Mask kind of mirror my problems with Wind Waker in some ways to where the end of the game is just, they're both rushed games in different ways too. But I think, yeah, I think I'm ready to like say, and I was going to put Wind Waker below even Twilight Princess early on. I was going to move everything above it. Um, but it, Jess, you didn't play it with us. Just, just stop sticking your tongue out at me. Okay. <laughs> It has But I have problems. played it before. I love it so much. Like Twice. I absolutely adore Wind Waker. It has problems. Um, sure. But no, I can't I can't do that. It's this game also has 
just just problems and and I still like it I mean I was never like super hot on it when it when it was new I of course I, I played the crap out of it I beat it like three times I enjoyed it but it was never like my favorite thing and so yeah I think I think I've got my 3D Zelda games are, are Ocarina Majora's Mask Wind Waker and Twilight Princess just just chronological release going down the list so Oh, 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 well, with Breath of the Wild being at the very top. Of course. Oh, well. <laughs> That's just magical. Breath of the Wild. Why, why? So, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Is there anything else that you, anyone feels like they need to get off their chest about Twilight Princess? I would just say, and maybe I'll regret this, as a dissenting opinion, if we were going to rank the games that could have been... Wind Waker over Twilight Princess any day. If yeah. we have to rank the game that was, like <laughs> yes. the end of the end of Wind Waker is, it's like the last few dungeons of Wind Waker. You're just like, oh, okay, they this is it. Trying. At least, <laughs> yeah, at least stuff was happening in Twilight Princess. I yeah. think from a, a, a functional standpoint outside of just like loving the characters I think Twilight Princess is probably a better game um, and I think I've said this before as I was playing Twilight Princess often I thought man I wish they could have put this time into Wind Waker yes so yes. Mm-hmm. ranked on potential Wind Waker all the way ranked on what happened Twilight Princess as as annoying That's as fair. it was running back and forth between Impaz and Ilya at least it wasn't the Triforce Peace Hunt. Oh. <laughs> True. Okay. True. I'll like, give you that. I'll give you that. And you had you had HD version and too. I had the easier one. You yes, had the better one. Still, it was mm-hmm. annoying. I think I think I think it was really eye opening that I was like, "Wow, this is just Sea of Thieves is just the Triforce quest, isn't it? That's yeah. all it is. <laughs> it's it's a it's a game that I enjoy the act of playing very much so, but it's just not rewarding and that sucks that really sucks but yeah Jess anything else nope I don't really have anything I'm glad we're doing the show this is what I like doing about the show is that um I gained a whole new appreciation for the boomerang and for the 2d Zelda games and now we're getting to the 3d Zelda games it's like wow maybe Maybe I don't. I, that's not what I want out of a Zelda game. Maybe this isn't why I'm here. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ocarina of Time was just a really, really good 3D version of A Link to the Past, and that's all I needed. Sure. So that wraps up Twilight Princess. We will have a bonus episode after this. Uh, Speedrunner JDLM. He's a a 3D Zelda speedrunner, but he's primarily... His favorite game is Twilight Princess. His favorite game to run is Twilight Princess. Um, Twilight Princess is actually the longest of the 3D Zeldas to speedrun. Uh, it's it's Interesting. broken, but like I guess the least broken, or they, they still have things they would need to find in it, but... Hmm. Um, I guess they just broke open Skyward Sword in the last couple years to where they can basically force the game to you know how you go back to each area multiple times they can basically force the game to think that you're on the final time you go to each area 
and Lover. skip like two thirds <laughs> of the game. So that's pretty wild. So uh, yeah, if you if you enjoy speedruns, BC and I got to talk to him about just just kind of the act of speedrunning Zelda games. All right. So check that out next week. After that, we're going to be on our guidance season where we will be playing the game Ocean Horn. It's an indie game that came out a few years ago on mobile and it's been like remastered in a way for all the modern systems. It is a very Zelda-like game. Uh, check it out. Play along with us. You can play it on your phone. For the first episode of Oceanhorn, all we're going to be doing is completing the first island, the island that we wake up on, do the stuff for the hermit, and get the key to the boat. Do all that, and we will meet back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Gaiden!